0: to think of it as uh, what's important is the family getting together.
1: Well, you know, that was just as high on that mm-hmm. survey, about 37%. Mm-hmm.
0: Like was, that's the important that's thing the important of Christmas. Thing. And also, you know, the opportunity to give gifts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people celebrate Christmas because of the, the uh, myriad of uh, traditions right. that surround it. That's yeah. right. It's the time to bake those special mm-hmm. cookies mm-hmm. and the time to put those special decorations up, and, and not necessarily uh, manger scenes. We find more uh, snowmen, reindeer, and all these blow up balloon things we see now <laughs> than we yeah. do That's any right. any uh, semblance or any symbol of uh, of Christ's birth.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it is al- always a struggle, even as a Christian, to focus in on what's what's the real. Purpose of right. celebrating Christmas, you know, Christ's birth.
1: It's easy to get off on these tangents because we're so surrounded by the commercialism and and peer pressure, and even family. Right, family uh, starts to trump uh, demands for time and expectations, yes. and and all those sorts of things. Right, right, yeah.
4: Well, as a young single man growing up, uh, uh, before my conversion, uh, it was a party time. Of course, at first. Christmas was a tradition as a young kid, and I liked the gifts and getting together with family. But then, as I started growing older, as a young man, it was a time to party. Uh, it's a party haven these next yeah. few weeks. Sure. Party haven out there for things. Well, there's hours. a lot yes. of time yeah. off from mm-hmm.
0: work mm-hmm. Yep. as well. Yeah, at this time of year. Yeah.
1: yeah, it can provide for a lot of people some reason to be excited and happy. Yes, yeah. if even if they have no connection whatsoever to any right. spiritual things. Right. right yeah
2: and i think joe as we uh as we um think about the program that we did for uh, christmas day mm-hmm. uh that we uh that folks will be hearing um I think a, a lot of the fact that people don't have the true celebration of Christmas is why they get let down and have the 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 lower feelings and the depressions and all the things that that go with it because they don't celebrate Christmas. They don't celebrate the Christ of Christmas.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up, Gus, uh, because it's good for our listeners to know that next Sunday night, uh, we'll be we will not be live as we usually are. We have pre-recorded a uh, program for Christmas Eve, especially, and the topic is the issue of depression, which m- many people suffer with during holiday seasons, especially this time of year. Yes. So listen, if you're if you have a relative or a friend or a co-worker who you know battles with depression feelings at Christmas time, please, 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 write down the number of the station uh, to call or or write down the the call letters of the station WHKW twelve twenty a.m. and ask them, urge them, pray for them to tune in next Sunday night. And uh, here are a specially recorded program, which will be designed to touch their hearts and encourage them and give them hope right. uh, by unfolding and uncovering the true meaning of Christra- Christmas and what effect that can have on their lives. By the way, the program after that also, which would be New Year's Eve, will also be a prerecorded program. It'll be one of our best of programs when we interview Dr. J. Adams. So for the next two weeks, we will not be live. And then we'll return the first of the Sunday of the year. We'll be live again But we are live right now, and we want to encourage you to call. Uh, Panel, let me ask you this question. Christmas originally, as we've already said, is the celebration of the birth of Christ. Let's let's not think of Jesus for a moment and just talk about uh, the whole issue of celebrating the birth of people. Uh, Now, just before I got here, we were celebrating the birth of my oldest child who turned 35, Christina, my wonderful, lovely daughter, number one. And uh, my family got together for the afternoon, and we had food, and we gave gifts, and we sang happy birthday, and we blew out candles. We didn't all blow out the candles. Mm -hmm. Uh, My grandson blew out the candles. (laughs) But it was her birthday, and we celebrated that. Uh, and we celebrate. Uh, now not everybody celebrates my daughter's birthday. I don't right. think any of you did. <laughs> no. right? But You helped
2: me celebrate mine. That's right. Yeah. i one that his was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we were all at your party. It was fun. Yeah. Now there are some human beings that lots and lots and lots of people celebrate their birth. Yes. We have we have holidays wrapped around the birth of certain individuals in our own country. Mm-hmm. That's true in some other countries. Can you help me think of some names of some? People that are famous in history books and all that sort of thing. Martin Luther King. Martin yeah. Luther King. Now, why, why do we celebrate his birthday?
2: Because of the significance of what he did in his life and what the was Im- the impact that he had on on uh, uh, desegregation.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so enormous. Right. Yep. A large numbers of people have been have benefited by his influence. Sure. And and his uh, words and streets named
4: after him and highways
2: and mm -hmm, buildings
1: absolutely and and, uh, that's wonderful. But officially,
4: I think that's the only individual person uh, that is an official holiday
1: in America. Yeah, in the the United States. Yeah, Yeah.
4: Mm -hmm. Uh, used to be a Washington and Lincoln, but now it's President's Day. Yeah, exactly. And why do we?
1: Why would we celebrate uh, birthdays of presidents in our country?
4: Again? Well, Wash, Washington was the first president, and not only that, he was the uh, uh, he was the leader of the Continental Army for our Declaration of uh, for our independence. Mm-hmm. That he led us uh, towards independence.
1: Absolutely,
2: and he could
4: free the slaves. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those two presidents of all uh, stand out. All of our presidents should stand out in our sure. minds to some degree, but certain ones stand out quite hugely mm-hmm. because of their their impact and the significant. Uh, contributions they've made yeah. that affected our whole culture, the the drift of the culture mm-hmm. in America and uh, what America's known for. There's other people in other countries. I know that in the South American countries, some of them celebrate the birthday of Kay Caveira, <clears throat> the famous revolutionary, the Marxist revolutionary, hmm. um, C-H-E, you've seen it spelled <laughs> It's kind of close to chic. You spell it a little different than it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke. <laughs> but, um, but birthdays of significant people are celebrated. Now, when we come back from this break, we're going to be um, uh, talking about the birth of Jesus. Uh, there's an individual that not just people in our country celebrate the birth of, although December 25th is not called Jesus Christ Day like Martin Luther King Day is called, but it is called Christmas. And we want to talk about why people would or should celebrate the birth of Christ. So stay tuned and listen carefully to this next few announcements as you hear about some resources that are available to you.
3: As our parents are aging, do you ever wonder who will take care of them? Do you struggle with providing care for your parents or a loved one as they grow older? Home Instead Senior Care can help. They specialize in taking care of seniors in their own homes. In fact, Home Instead Senior Care is celebrating 10 years of being the trusted source of non-medical home care in the Cleveland area. I have to tell you, folks, this is a wonderful and value in-home service. Caregivers actually come to your home and provide assistance with light housekeeping, meal preparation, Bathing, grocery shopping, incidental transportation, and so much more. At Home Instead Senior Care, the goal is to help seniors remain independent in their homes while providing peace of mind to their family. Caregivers are thoroughly trained, screened, bonded, and insured. Assistance is available 24 hours a day, every day of the year. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-942-7558 or visit the website at www.homeinstead.com, your go-to company for elder care. So
0: I was having my coffee the other day and I wondered, what's so special about Cornerstone Bible Fellowship? Is it the family-like environment, the Christian development classes geared for all ages, or the fact that Cornerstone Bible Fellowship believes both in the inerrancy and the sufficiency of the Bible? Cornerstone Bible Fellowship is committed to preaching, teaching, and counseling from God's Word. I've heard testimonies of how the biblical counseling ministry of our church helped my friend with her panic attacks, helped one believer with his anger and another who struggled with worry, all by giving them solid biblical principles to help them defeat these sins in their lives. It's amazing. At Cornerstone Bible Fellowship, I'm learning that I have everything I need to live a life of victory and godliness. It's my prayer that we will reach even more people with the good news that the Bible is sufficient to meet our greatest needs.
3: Cornerstone Bible Fellowship is currently meeting at Remington College at Great Northern. For more information, call 440-617-0002 or visit us on the web at cbfministry.org.
1: Welcome back to Transforming Lives. This is your host, Joe Propri. Let me let you know that uh, you could email us at at yahoo.com and you can communicate with, with any of us uh, after the program, and uh, we'd be happy to correspond with you if need be about a problem or a question you might have related to the Bible and counseling. That's at yahoo.com. You also might want to take a look at our website, www.bci-ohio.com. That stands for Biblical Counseling Institute, bci-ohio.com. And you can find there the uh, radio program schedule. You can actually download all of our previous programs. And we've had some very interesting ones that might benefit you. We also have a calendar on there, which tells you where we will be in the coming months uh, doing training at various locations around Northeast Ohio in how to use the scriptures. So take advantage of those resources and don't forget to call uh, to tell us what you think about biblical counseling. If you have any questions about the program, you want to make some comments about Christmas or the birth of Christ, how it's affected your life, we want to hear from you. And we will give you a free gift called the Bible Promise Book a book you will come to love and use, I'm sure. That number, again, to call us is 888-677-9673. Or if you're local here to Cleveland, it's 216-901-0933. We were talking about the birth of important and famous people and how uh, it motivates people to celebrate the birth of that individual, and we do it in many families, Um as I said, my, my own daughter was born this past week, and and uh, we celebrated her birthday today as a family. But uh, in the nation, we celebrate people. Uh, in fact, our government has actually made certain individuals' births uh, a cause for a celebration and, and giving people days off from work, etc. So the country, by government, believes that their birth was very important to be remembered well, we know, those who are listening, I'm sure, know that the birth of Christ is every bit as significant, if not more, than any other birth that can be celebrated. And so we want to talk about now that the birth of Christ and some of the reasons that people have for celebrating the birth of Christ. So let's, uh, let's run that by us for a few moments.
2: Some of the reasons that...
1: We we celebrate why we believe the birth of Christ deserves to be celebrated
2: because uh, you know God so loved the world that he sent his Son mm-hmm. to die for our sins that we might be reconciled with him mm-hmm. uh, big reason.
4: Well, Joe, you know when you when you think about it, uh, it says and the, you know and the Word became flesh or. Uh, God with us, mm-hmm. you know, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. God with us. I mean, think of that. Mm-hmm. God with us. The, Sometimes uh, we get so numb to the thought of Christmas. Yes, Jesus, God became flesh, uh, the incarnation. But never let that <laughs> that uh, the the tr- tremendous uh, yeah. the awesomeness awesomeness of- God. With us, the, the pastor at our church today. And
2: sorry for interrupting. you, Put it this way: He says, "God came to your neighborhood." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that.
0: Yeah. I, I I once heard you say, Armin. It was God put skin on, right. mm-hmm. yeah, right. and you know when you do grasp the significance of that, what a celebration!
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so you know, and and you have. think about yeah. think about that. I it it reminds me. In order to grasp something of what that might mean. Mm-hmm we probably should think for a moment about uh, the Old Testament because um, if we could get ourselves in the Jewish mindset Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and recognize that um, our God is, was a God and is a God to be greatly feared. And when they first were introduced to God at Mount Sinai as a corporate people, they were terrified and, but he wanted to dwell with them. Right. He, he, he planned to dwell with them and in a an earlier manifestation of that in their day uh, he had commandments given to build a tabernacle there at mount sinai and they worked on that and fashioned this uh, we won't take the time to get into it but you know it's a tabernacle and and uh and that when it was finished there was a special ceremony of cleansing so that the people were considered holy and the priests that would minister to the lord at the temple Uh, would be clean as well. Sacrifices were given to cleanse people and the nation of their sins. And you all know what happened, Mm -hmm. that on that day uh, when those things were done, the Lord actually came and dwelt among them. Mm -hmm. And he he appeared in the form of a pillar of fire and smoke. And it descended upon that temple or tabernacle and then uh, sat over that most holy place and and you could, we could only imagine what that would have been like yes, to uh, be those Jews to watch this thing descend from the heavens, mm-hmm. th- this pillar of fire and smoke that they became comfortable with as they they were led out of Egypt mm-hmm. to approach Mount Sinai, and then uh, comes to the t- tabernacle after the commandments are given. Wow, this awesome, fearful God is right in the center mm-hmm. of where we set up our tents and surround right. Him, and we and we are in awe of that, right. and then. Years later, as they backslid, he he disappears. He, right. It's Ichabod, and, yeah. and he's gone. But there's still the promise that he will come and dwell among his people. And
0: doesn't that speak to the kind of God that we have, mm-hmm. that he wants to be with his people? Yeah. That I mean, and and just now as we think of how uh, since Jesus' resurrection and how now we have the Holy Spirit dwelling within dwelling.
2: us. We we. we we go from a baby to God, and and unless—and we talked about this in some programs past—unless we have an understanding of who God is, uh, we don't have that great awe no. of Christmas. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have an understanding of, of His holiness, of His perfection, mm-hmm. of His omniscience, mm-hmm. of His you know, his omnipotent power, right. unless we have and the world around us has an understanding of who God is, this baby becomes just a baby.
1: Mm-hmm. And babies do inspire us. I mean, any sure. baby that's born, we all gather around, you know, our friends and relatives when they have a new and we go, ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, that's something so much different, as you're all saying, the birth of Christ, that in that little baby, in that little skin is actually god in the flesh the fullness of the godhead bodily
4: and 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 the and the individuals that even his even his disciples and those who came in contact with him for those uh that time he was on earth planet earth uh really never totally realized the full significance of it all until after the resurrection and after the day of pentecost when Mm -hmm. uh when the holy spirit came upon them and and the church was formed and it was and then they understood
1: it's almost too much to comprehend isn't it but the disciples that walked with him and saw him uh still a storm and walk on water and raise the dead they still had difficulty grasping it and we think well what's wrong with you but we would have all done the same we know that (laughs) and and so to to be able to as you said, Armin, earlier, to to meditate and not forget the significance of God being with us in Christ. The most
2: important question ever asked, who do you say that I am? (laughs) Yeah. Who do you say that I am?
1: And when you get the right answer, Mm -hmm. God has, the Father has given this to you, Peter. You didn't get it on your own.
4: (laughs) Why did the the birth of Christ warrant the splitting of history from B.C. to A.D.? yeah you know they understood when that when that calendar was was produced some centuries back they understood yeah. you know yeah. the 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 magnitude of it all
1: well, that brings me to that to the second question celebrating the birth of Christ, and we are all saying the same kind of thing. It's because God came to dwell with people, and Jesus came specifically to make the way available so that God could dwell with his people by paying for our sins, living that perfect holy life, as Gus said earlier. And, and that's really the reason for celebrating the birth of Christ. But there are people who say, well, you can believe that if you want. I believe uh, that there was a historical Jesus. I read Albert Schweitzer and, and all those other kinds of research. done There's a historical Jesus, but there's a lot of stuff said about him that You have to really believe the Bible's true uh, in order to believe. But I just think that Jesus was a good man. I don't believe that he was God. And you can be Christians if you want. That's fine. Um, And I I can be anything I want to be or nothing if I want to be. Um, I don't see any personal benefit to celebrate the birth of Christ unless I was a Christian. So I want us to answer that question. Why should a non-Christian celebrate the birth of Christ? For Have you thought same, about for that? For the
2: same reason that a Christian should, but he has to understand and be enlightened by the Holy Spirit as to who the Christ is.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know where you're heading with that, Gus, and, and we certainly couldn't argue with that, but I, I want us to divert for a moment from that direction and just think about the benefits of the birth of Christ, mm-hmm. the to, influence to someone of, who of the birth of Christ him.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah. think some of those benefits have been forgotten or they're, they're not even right. that's, discussed.
1: What, that's what we need to think about because the average person can only think of maybe the gospel which we don't want them to forget that Jesus has claimed to be the savior of my sins I'm not interested I don't right. need to celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. listen friend <laughs> you have no clue what the world would be like oh, right now if Jesus wasn't born.
4: An excellent book on that topic is by James Kennedy, which yes, I read years yeah, ago. Yeah. In fact, I, I, I based a, a series of me- uh, a sermons on it. In fact, I took out my, my old messages on that going back. Some, it's called uh, What If Jesus Was Never Born? That's what I'm looking for. And, and it was like the, mm-hmm. the uh, social changes, the greatest social changes that the world has ever seen, the history of the world, uh, the starting point was Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was the starting point of it. You can all trace it back. All these great social changes to Jesus Christ. Now, the aver- the person
1: that's most of the people that's listening, if they've gr- grown up in the average public school these days, they will hear none of what you're talking about. Right. No. No. no, Jesus has given no credit no. for the modern advancements no. No. of no. No. civilization. And,
0: and many of our organiza- many of the organizations that reach out to children and. Uh, the sick the elderly Slavery. all these guys are right. are a result of right. Jesus's example and Jesus's teaching mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. for example when we think of children uh archaeologists have unearthed ancient cemeteries near pagan temples that contain babies that had been sacrificed and the sacrificing of children was a ritual in some pagan nations, mm. and it was also c- common for deformed or unwanted children to be abandoned, uh, especially if it was a female baby. They would take these little ones out to the forest or the mountain side and leave them there for wild animals to consume them. I mean, this was common practice. Absolutely, and and it was said that. Only about half of children born at that time lived beyond the age of eight. Mm -hmm. But then came Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus was born, and since that time, the birth of Christ, Christians have cherished life as sacred, even the life of the unborn child. And as the, the Christian church spread into these pagan nations, infanticide and abandonment, just about disappeared. Mm -hmm. And it was the church of Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ that formed homes and orphanages Mm -hmm. that took in unwanted children. And if you remember uh back in this with the story of of Jesus if you remember Herod slaughtered little children it was common right but but what did Jesus do what did he teach he gathered the children Suffer to them himself to come unto yes me. saying mm-hmm. yeah, let let the little children come to me don't forbid them you even see the disciples who who tried to hinder the children from coming to mm-hmm. Jesus so you mm-hmm. see the mindset, the mindset at that time right. so it's because of Jesus that changed all this Absolutely. we we can celebrate because of what Christ right. has done
2: the mm-hmm. attitude of uh government and men towards women. Mm-hmm. Jesus, yes. dras- Jesus drastically changed that and taught thought against that and elevated them uh people think well the, the christian church you know they they do this submission thing and and which <laughs> most people don't understand and and uh they know that Jesus taught against that he thought about elevating them the same thing with slavery mm-hmm. And slavery was going on all right. over the world right. especially where in in the world in which jesus was born and he mm-hmm. he appalled that he said that has to stop and mm-hmm. he taught against that
0: well when it came to women jesus taught uh, taught equality with men and but you know isn't it ironic though that the feminists today don't give any credit None. to None. christ or christianity if anything they say that it has oppressed women but, in reality, Christianity has elevated women uh, tremendously.
1: yeah let's let's rest there for a moment. We're going to need to uh, go into a break. and as we head in there, I just want to remind us of Kathy's comment that uh, we're in a Western nation. Mm-hmm. Western civilization has been credited to be a result of Christianity by yeah. most historians, mm-hmm. secular historians. And if you look in any Western nation at women and what they can do and how they can dress and compare that to any other nation that's dominated by any other religion, you can see the difference unless you're blind.
2: But the, the revisionists have thwarted well, all that. Right. right.
1: Well, listen, when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit more about the benefits of Christ's birth, uh, both secularly and spiritually. So we encourage you to call us. We'll be giving you a free book just for your call. We'd like to talk to you if you have a question. The number is 888-677-9673.
3: The Biblical Counseling Institute offers training in the use of God's Word to help people solve the common problems of life in a fallen world. Whether personal problems or relational problems, the Scriptures give competent counsel for all non-organically caused problems. BCI exists to equip Christians to handle the Bible practically for themselves and others, gently and compassionately, towards solutions that transform lives and glorify God. Various types of training are available. You can come to us in Garrettsville. We can bring classes to your church, or you can take classes in your own home by correspondence. For more information, call BCI at 330-527-4205, or email us at info at bci-ohio.com. That's 330-527-4205 or info at bci-ohio.com. As our parents are aging, do you ever wonder who will take care of them? Do you struggle with providing care for your parents or a loved one as they grow older? Home Instead Senior Care can help. They specialize in taking care of seniors in their own homes. In fact, Home Instead Senior Care is celebrating 10 years of being the trusted source of non-medical home care in the Cleveland area. I have to tell you, folks, this is a wonderful and value in-home service. Caregivers actually come to your home and provide assistance with light housekeeping, meal preparation, bathing, grocery shopping, incidental transportation, and so much more. At Home Instead Senior Care, the goal is to help seniors remain independent in their homes while providing peace of mind to their family. Caregivers are thoroughly trained, screened, bonded, and insured. Assistance is available 24 hours a day, every day of the year. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-942-7558 or visit the website at www.homeinstead.com, your go-to company for elder care.
1: Welcome back to Transforming Lives. I'm your host, Joe Propri. I'm here with my good friends, Gus Supan, Armin Tiffey, and Kathy Tiffey, his wife. We're grateful to be with you. We're glad, so glad that you're listening to us. We'd like to know who you are and where you're from because we're trying to do a check and see just how far we're reaching. And we would be thrilled to give you a gift if you would call us and, and let us know those things. And you could talk to us ask questions or comment on the topic of the evening or something related to it. The book that we'd like to give you is called The Bible Promise Book and it's a free gift just for your call. The number is 888-677-9673 and we can still take your calls for a few more minutes before the program is over. We are talking about the significant impact of the birth of Christ, not just for Christians not just for people who say I'm a follower of Jesus Christ the birth of Christ has had such impact on all of history all of the world in almost every area you can think of that every human being on the planet i dare say mm-hmm. ought to be celebrating the birth of christ even they, if they don't they believe all benefit. that's right even if for, they don't believe yes. in him for salvation right. yes if they would just give him credit and glory for what he and his followers who believed in him have done amen right. amen right. this is the, this is the the holiday of holidays <laughs> This is the day of greatest celebration that we're going to be celebrating. Now, Armin, you've compiled some things that Mm -hmm. add on to what uh, Gus and and Kathy and I have said a little earlier about that impact of Christ and Christianity. Why don't you run down a few of those before we move on in our uh, topic tonight?
4: Yeah, I want to just give these at, uh, you know, just bullet shots here. Uh, As I said, Jesus, he is the starting point of the greatest social changes that the world has ever seen, seen, that all of us, especially in this country and in Mm -hmm. Europe, uh, we benefit by, and these mm-hmm. changes now have happened uh, through the centuries they didn 't happen overnight, of course, but mm-hmm. he is the starting point for example, Jesus Christ himself is the one who gave us uh, the 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 example for helping the poor and and helping the sick and uh, and through his example, there were many helping and mercy. Yes. Uh, organizations that were formed by followers of Jesus Christ: orphanages, rescue missions, homes for the Age, Salvation Army, the Y.M.C.A., handicapped homes for children, uh, children's association. The list is just endless. Endless. There's more people helping efforts have been founded and financed and then maintained by the followers mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ than any other literally and literal uh, literacy and education of the masses was a mm-hmm. byproduct of what the reformation yes absolutely it? schools mm-hmm. curriculum universities colleges oxford the oldest coll- uh, the oldest university in the world Cambridge, Harvard, the first one in the United States, Princeton, Yale, all of them were founded by Christians or churches. Mm -hmm. The greatest works of art and music were inspired by Jesus Christ. Uh, Higher standards of justice in the penal systems, the Menno Institute, child labor injustices... Mm -hmm. Our American form of government can be traced back to the writings of the followers mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. That's true. Our civil liberties yes. we enjoy today can be traced back to the Protestant Reformation. Yeah. And, and if you know the full story of world history, then you know that the value of human life was elevated as yes. followers of Jesus Christ spread the biblical truth that man was created in the image of God. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and the cleanliness and the holiness and the, of the changed lives and the morality in every culture that the gospel is impacted has raised the level so that people are healthier and live longer, and on and on.
0: But right. What the, a reason but the, to celebrate! Huh? I, sure. What a reason to celebrate! of it all
2: is generations now don't know that.
1: That's right.
2: They are not learning it. No, that's right. The, the textbooks are uh, excluding it. Right.
1: You know, we've got a caller uh, right now. We want to go to Matt in Cleveland. Matt, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Matt, welcome Hello? to I'm Transforming Matt. Lives. Hi Matt.
5: Hi, how are you?
1: We're doing fine, thank you.
5: Good. I, I hope my phone won't go out. I uh I just wanted to um comment. One of the one of you made a statement in regards to um, Christianity having been uh, uh, good for women and uh, and good for the the issue of slavery. I, I ironically I was just uh, reading the book of Timothy today, and I was uh, taking some notes, and, uh, you know, I I can't get around the fact that the Apostle Paul clearly taught that slavery was an acceptable practice, and not only that it was an acceptable practice, but that uh, Christians who uh, were uh, slave owners of Christians, that the the slaves were to give them special consideration above and beyond, a a normal slave owner. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
5: and as far as, you know, as women, uh, in that book there was some uh, references made to that women are saved through their childbearing, through, uh, possibly through having intercourse, maybe was the suggestion that the Apostle Paul was making. But it was really some of the progressive thinkers, you know, Lincoln, and a lot of the, the liberal you know, philosophers that uh, possibly brought about this uh, social reformation and put it on to slavery and, and uh, treated women fairly. But I will not disagree with you that Jesus taught, taught something completely different. And uh, Jesus' followers, James, the Jerusalem church, were completely at odds with Paul and, uh, and his movement, which uh, some believe is a, a mystery religion, a Hellenistic uh, philosophy mixed with Christianity. Mm. So uh, that's all. I'll hang up now. I'm just curious to what your input might be.
1: Thank okay, you. did uh, did you leave your uh, address so we could send you a book?
5: Yeah, I, I'd love to.
1: All right, make sure. Stay uh, on the line. Yeah, just stay on the line then, and uh, they'll get your address as we address your your point there. Thanks so much for calling, Matt. We appreciate your comments. Uh, as Matt just mentioned, there are texts in Scripture that indicate that the Apostle Paul uh, was somewhat supportive of slavery. I can't argue with that. There, there is, uh, especially Onesimus, the Mm-hmm. Epistle, epistle. There's not a a plea there uh, uh, in any kind of legalistic way where there's an obligation uh, for Philemon to um, release him. That it was the Christian thing to do. Uh, so there is a type. Let's we will acknowledge that there's a type of slavery yes. that is okay but in Scripture. Was, it's a it's called an indentured yeah. servitude indentured by those who are theologically astute and. Acceptance. Matt's Matt sounds. Excuse me, guys. Right. Matt sounds like he's pretty well read, and, and I'm I'm trusting that Matt uh, would be aware of the indentured servitude type of slavery, which is not the same as the racial slavery that Amen. was promoted uh, by even blacks on blacks, mm-hmm. as they will readily admit, who are historians in Africa. Uh, yeah, Christianity is very much against that kind of slavery, but um, the Bible does support temporary servitude when you're in debt or other sorts of things that we don't want to take the time on this Mm -hmm. program to go into depth on that difference but it is a significant difference we are aware of that and we just trust that uh, matt and others who might have that mindset would look more involved into that particular issue there are different kinds of slavery and uh, it was the christian thinkers like wilberforce in england who were the was the biggest According to English government, their own historians, uh, including non-Christians, Wilberforce and those Mm -hmm. like him Christians, were the largest uh, dominating and promoting force behind the elimination Mm -hmm. of slavery— And, yes, there were liberals and free thinkers and philosophers that took sides, too. Certainly, we believe that non-Christian people often may come up with some insight somewhere that happens to uh, be close to what the Scriptures say. We can acknowledge mm-hmm. that. But it's,
4: Charles Finney. Charles Finney right here.
1: It's true, however, the that the, the right. Bible is the source of the freedom of all people. Mm-hmm. Now, on the issue of the feminism thing, uh, you know— we stand with what we've said on that uh, and the freedom of women and and the place of women, Uh, the comparison, as we said before, in Christian countries from uh, non-Christian companies, countries where even still today, women can be considered property, completely property is a major proof of that. And um, so let's uh, continue on. Armin, we, uh, did you have any couple more things there before we go to our next break? All right. Well, let's introduce the next question. We'll get started on it, and then um, we'll be running out of time. If you're going to call us, we want to encourage you to do that very, very soon because uh, we'll be going off the air in about 15 minutes or so. And we would like to catch you live. Our number is 888-677-9673. You can call us right here at Transforming Lives anytime in these next 5, 10, 15 minutes at the most. Now, we're talking about the birth of Christ in general is so significant that if people really learned and and were taught like they used to be in the school systems of America, what the effect of the birth of Christ has been on individuals and on cultures around the world throughout history, then everybody in the world should celebrate the birth of Christ and be brought up to celebrate the birth of Christ. Even if they don't know much about him, they still have cause to celebrate, but Because this is the Biblical Counseling Institute's uh, program, Transforming Life, our focus is here counseling issues, why people need Christ in the Bible uh, to change the problems of their life, overcome them, conquer them. So we're going to narrow the subject back down now uh, to this question, what does the birth of Jesus have to do with the field of counseling? There are thousands of Christians who believe in Christ and celebrate Christmas for the right reasons. Yet when they have a counseling issue, they're oppressed, they're depressed, they're anxious, they have panic attacks, they are fearful, they worry, whatever, and they're not even thinking about the birth of Christ necessarily having an effect on that. Uh, maybe a minor one, I'm a Christian, so somehow this will work out, or I can pray, but uh the first thing they'll do really is run out into the world to various places to find wisdom and counsel uh, and, and try to get some help for their problem that way. And what we want to say is, what does the birth of Christ have to do with counseling?
2: Well, the, to start with, most of the issues we know from our experience in the counseling uh, room have to do or are, are embedded in sin. And Christ came to be Savior from sin. And it's, the, it's, the, uh, it's probably the answer of dealing with sin that is the most significant thing that, uh, that we could do, and Christ came to do that. He came into the world. Yes. Unto us a Savior is born. That's yes, right. To, to deliver us from these things that uh, we sit in the counseling offices to contend with.
1: So the issue of sin is behind most, if not all, counseling, non-organic counseling problems, as you're saying, Gus. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the birth of Christ ought to have a significant word to say about the issue.
2: Great hope.
1: We're going to continue that theme and talk about this birth of Christ in our last segment, which will come up in just a few moments. Listen carefully to these announcements because they will tell you about important resources that are available to you.
3: The Biblical Counseling Institute offers training in the use of God's Word to help people solve the common problems of life in a fallen world. Whether personal problems or relational problems, the Scriptures give competent counsel for all non-organically caused problems. BCI exists to equip Christians to handle the Bible practically for themselves and others, gently and compassionately, towards solutions that transform lives and glorify God. Various types of training are available. You can come to us in Garrettsville. We can bring classes to your church, or you can take classes in your own home by correspondence. For more information, call BCI at 330-527-4205 or email us at info at ohiocom That's 330-527-4205 or info at ohiocom Do you desire to become more Christ-like? I want to make you aware of a unique resource every Christian should have who wants to grow in Christ-like character. Transformed into His Likeness by Armin Tiffey is a handbook for putting off sin and putting on the righteousness of Jesus Christ and will help you identify personal habits and tendencies that are hindering your walk with the Lord. This valuable biblical resource will not only help you identify where personal change is needed in your life, but will also explain how to put off old sinful habits and replace them with new godly behaviors. For more information about this wonderful resource Source, log on to transformedintohislikeness dot com. That's transformedintohislikeness dot com. If you'd like to order a copy, call one 656 231 or ask for it at your local bookstore. "Transformed into His Likeness" by Armin Tiffey. We're
1: back for our last segment. We're so excited that you've been listening to us tonight here at Transforming Lives. We're, we want to continue encouraging you about the celebration of the birth of Christ. And we were just talking about why the birth of Christ is important, not just for all the things that have made great progress in the world, but also important for the field of counseling. And as Gus said just before the break, it's because most counseling issues are involved with sin. The reason why people have problems, I'll paraphrase you, in our, in our world today <clears throat> is because Adam and Eve sinned and introduced that whole rebelliousness against God and His standards into the world. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, if sin is at the basis of most problems, that doesn't necessarily mean that a person is depressed or anxious or excited because they're wicked sinners. We're not saying that, so please don't misunderstand. But something... something uh, about the coming of Christ and how he's overcome sin gives us uh, not only the power to overcome our own willful disobedience and rebellion, but also gives us the wisdom that we need to to undo the more subtler effects of our sin. We, we believe in total depravity here on this panel, which means that human beings have fallen not as badly as they could have, but they've fallen in every aspect of their being. And so we're not quite capable of having the resources, and nor do we want them in most cases, apart from Christ, to live correctly and solve our problems correctly. So the birth of Christ then provides for us hope in every area of our life. Hope for power to overcome our sins, which do cause us a lot of counseling problems, mm-hmm. but also hope for answers in wisdom and what to do when we struggle And we may not be overtly rebellious. We may want to do correctly, but we don't know. We need wisdom, and it can only come from God. It's his counsel that we need. And Jesus opens the door to us, to the Father who has all of that counsel.
2: And he says this by saying, I am the life, the truth, and the way. Mm -hmm. And it is with his truth that we can counsel those issues of sin. And, and, And his truth is is the lamp onto our feet, and the light to our path. It shows us the way we, and it is sufficient because his word is truth. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. becomes sufficient for all life and godliness that we deal with in counseling. So truth came into the world right. in this baby at Christmas.
4: Right. Absolutely. John chapter 1 uh, gives us the theology of Christmas. And uh in John chapter one, he says, "The Word became flesh yes the word what do, what do our words uh, mean? They express what's <laughs> our think what's in our thoughts what's in our what's in our heart what's in, they express this this is, jesus christ is god's as uh, God communicating to us, and not only that, it goes on to state that in him was life, and the life was the light of men. It goes on to say it says the true light which enlightens everyone." was coming into the world,
1: Mm -hmm. you
4: know, and Jesus says, I am the light, you know, and And he who believes in me, that's right. That light comes into the darkness of our souls souls. and And illuminates it. And he who believes in me will not walk in darkness, but has the light of of life. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, Jesus as being the light that uh, that uh, tells us that Jesus Christ can make sense out of your life, no matter how messed up your life is. Jesus Christ is the light, the light of life, and he can make sense out of it.
0: And that is hope. That's right.
4: And that's how the birth of Jesus Christ has to do with the field of counseling. Mm -hmm. He's the word. He's the light. He's the mighty counselor.
1: So what you you folks are saying is that we're approaching Christmas in just a week. Mm Mm-hmm. And all the people that are listening that have problems, emotional problems, relationship problems, whatever kind of problems that they have that aren't organically caused, although we can make some statement, can't we, that Jesus is the hope for physical improvement and healing too, but that's not our context. We're talking about the issues of the soul. And um, what we're saying is that there's hope to celebrate the birth of Christ on the basis of the problems that people have you can look you who are listening can look forward to celebrating on christmas day the uh, birth of christ and its effect potential effect <clears throat> on you with your problems <clears throat> we want to wish you a merry christmas and we're going to do that again next week but our program as we said will be pre-recorded so don't attempt to call in next week but Do tune in and listen to us as we give a special message to those who are depressed at Christmas. If you're not depressed, we'd still like you to tune in because you may pick up some things that will better enable you to minister to others in your family and in the workforce. God bless you as you enjoy this most wonderful holiday season, which is celebrating the birth of Christ. God bless you from the Transforming Lives team. You have a Merry Christmas. Merry
0: Christmas.
3: Have been listening to Transforming Lives, brought to you by the Biblical Counseling Institute of Garrettsville, Ohio. We invite you to visit our website at bci ohio.com. That's bci ohio.com. There you will find information about BCI, our resources, course offerings, and available materials. You may also write to the Biblical Counseling Institute, 8146 High Street, Garrettsville, Ohio, 44231. Your prayers and financial gifts for this ministry would be deeply appreciated. Thanks for listening. This program has been sponsored by the Biblical Counseling Institute of Garrettsville, Ohio.
6: Your love is like the dawn All these Christmas cards, all this money, help! Forget the card store. Visit CrossCards.com Share the love, the fun, and God's inspiration for free. CrossCards.com Do
4: you have questions? God has answers. Join me, Pastor Al, Sundays at 11 p.m. on Late Night Live with Pastor Al, AM
6: 1220, The Word. If you think you have to drive to Ashland to get excellent seminary training, think again. Seminary training is closer than you think right here in Cleveland. If you've completed your undergraduate degree and are looking to expand ministry training into graduate school, then look no further. Ashland Theological Seminary Cleveland Center will help you integrate your faith and beliefs with knowledge, preparing your mind for action. Ashland Theological Seminary Cleveland Center offers degrees from religion to masters and doctors of ministry. Ashland Theological Seminary Cleveland Center is conveniently located in Warrensville, just off I-480. Evening classes are held Monday through Thursday from 6.30 till 9.30. Weekend classes are also available to accommodate you. For more information, call 216-292-1100 or visit our website at www.ashland.edu seminary. Our mission is to provide quality theological education and to prepare men and women for service in the ministry. Call 216-292-1100. If God has called you, then call us today at Ashland Theological Seminary, Cleveland Center. Seminary training is closer than you think. I'm Dr. Bill Meyer with the James Dobson Family Minute. Dating is our culture's way of getting to know a potential mate. But if not given enough
1: time, dating can actually hide who we really are. Here's my colleague Dr. James Dobson to
6: explain. One of the problems with the dating system in the Western world is that it's not designed to help couples get acquainted with one another. It's designed to deceive.
1: You know, you're on your absolute best behavior. You're sweet and you're kind and you're interesting and you're talkative and you're focused on the other person and a thousand other characteristics that will...